Hello, and welcome to a Snug Podcast. It has now officially been a week, an hour, and 38 minutes since I broke my toe. Uh, I'd, anyway, um, but on other news, I it, it is not just me complaining about silly things that I am not used to, because we did the podcast last week, and I didn't notice until the next morning when it was officially diagnosed. But anyway, uh... I have two other co-hosts who are more competent and don't hurt themselves right before we start a show with me tonight. To my right, we have Gone Crazy Back Soon. How are you this evening? I'm good, but I'm not sure that we're more competent. (laughs) Competent enough not to break your toe and then proceed to do a podcast like nothing happened. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, my goodness. And then never separate. How are you this evening? I'm doing all right, but uh, I'm pretty sure that I told you not to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. All right, so what's everyone been up to this week? Um, I have actually not done a whole lot. Um... I did a couple of antiquities before we started the show, um, and I've missed a few logins, so that means I haven't even had time to get on every day. Um, I'm trying to think if I've done anything meaningful. We did run a dungeon last, no, that wasn't last week, was it? When was that? Last night? That two days two, ago? Two days ago. Friday. Yeah, okay. two days ago. I tried. <laughs> we attempted you to. You pulled a me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we did that. Um, that might have been about it um, as far as ESO goes. Um, lots of other stuff going on, but yeah. And what about you? Crazy? Um, I have done a little bit of everything. I don't know. We did our dungeon the other night. Mm-hmm. I also ran some trials. Gwen was at those. Um, I came in late though. I came in on the second of three trials. And, uh, what I've learned from that is that I still don't know how to do Asylum Sanctorum. Because uh, they decided to do it right when I had to take a phone call. And they ran it on normal Asylum Plus 2. And uh, I had no idea what was going on except that there was a lot of poison and places I shouldn't be standing. And It wasn't Plus 2. We just did regular. I thought we were in two different groups. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah, Never mind. My group Never mind. Did plus two. <laughs> yeah, no, we did regular. We went my, and we hit everyone. <laughs> my my group was wild and decided I think to do plus two because there was definitely at least one, if not two, minis. I'm pretty sure I was on a phone call, so I don't know. I might not have been paying attention, but <laughs> I, like I did die three times. Uh, but also, I ran the entire trial with no audio and not on comms with them at all so i literally was just following the group blindly and trying to not stand in aoe's 
So I still have no idea how to do that trial because that was my my first clear <laughs> of, of Asylum Sanctuary. You also had your first clear of Sunspire, right? Yeah, my first full clear, yep, because the yep. last time that I did it, I have always been brought in on just whatever the last dragon was. So uh, I have never gotten to do, like, the full, full trial. And we did it as a speed run, which was really fun. Um, so that was cool. Yeah, did that. Had a lot of fun with that. Um, I started the Sigic quest line on PC with Minwee Pro, which was has also been really fun, listening to the Augurs uh, dialogue and, you know, thinking about good old Lemon Turtle is writing there. Um... Other than that, I have been dabbling a little bit in tribute, which you'll be proud of, uh, both of you, I think. Um, and by dabbling, I mean playing Minwee and Peanut over and over again and not really knowing what I'm doing, but just choosing cards <laughs> and somehow coming close to their scores. But yeah, so hopefully getting better, doing a little bit of editing. That's about it. Okay. What about you, Gwen? I have been continuing mostly living in oblivion, and I got to meet Lucian Lachance finally. I today is my last day to do fun things for a while, so I just kind of threw the whole plan of going through the main quest line out the window and was like, "We're going to Skingrad. We're going to go kill an innocent person. We killed an Azura." an Azura person, and then we were going to do the Dark Brotherhood quest line, and I was all for it, and it was exciting, and I was ready to meet this, do the thing, and then I get to the house, and I'm out of lockpicks. Bye, Azura. <laughs> Bye, Azura. <laughs> so, uh, so I did not get to actually do the Dark Brotherhood storyline, because apparently all of the lockpicks got used up in the second era, because it is impossible to find lockpicks in Cyrodiil and Oblivion. Impossible. They don't exist. There are no lockpicks. <laughs> they don't what? exist. You mean there's no lockpicks in every fourth urn that you can see? There aren't any urns! I've I been know. in so many ruins and there's no urns! <laughs> like, there's no... It's so sad. <laughs> I, well, well done on the censoring. <laughs> if, if you want to find a lot of lockpicks, it's not that easy in that game. You really have to earn it. Wow. Oh no. <laughs> Gold shenanigans in chat says, was gonna do the Thieves Guild once, then I broke a toe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. Uh, amazing. But yeah, that, that, we, we did get to do, do those three trials the other night, and that was fun. And then I tried to join you guys for that dungeon, which I was totally ready for. I failed because I should have taken a nap. There was another trial I was supposed to do before Lore Seekers, but it got canceled. And instead of staying, away, staying awake, I should have went back to sleep and actually like took a two-hour nap because I had already been awake since like 4 a.m. <laughs> And that that did not. I made the wrong mistake. Um, oh, no. So like was not able to hang in for the dungeon. Uh, so kudos on you for doing that all the time. But yeah, oh that's that's. I guess that's Tamriel for the week. <laughs> this is true. You had me laughing too because um, I 
looked up and you were, your character was just standing there. Just. I was literally <laughs> falling asleep. You were standing still and I'm like, is, is she okay? Are you, no, are you I was right? so tired. I was so tired. I don't right? know how you do this all the time. I don't either. Uh-oh. You just do. <laughs> Somehow you just do. Oh, man. Wild. Wild. Goodness. Well, cool. Um, so, uh, Scions of Athalia is getting ready to release soon, right? Yeah. Dungeons. So, dungeons, dungeons. if you're unprepared, anybody have any idea on how they might get prepared? Uh, I recommend trying Mailstorm. Mmm. That's actually a good thing as well. You know what? It's so amazing that ElderScrollsOnline.com gave us five ways that we could do to prepare <laughs> ourselves. Five quests or activities to prepare. And wow. look, the second one on the list is fighting the Maelstrom Arena. Um, anyway, wow. but the first... <laughs> it's almost like they knew I would ask that question. Uh, weird. Or almost like I knew that that was in our notes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Five quests and activities to prepare you for the science of Athelia. Try this list of existing in-game activities with ties to Maelstrom and Malakath to help you get ready for the upcoming Science of Athelia DLC release this March. Update 41 in the Science of Athelia will be coming March, 20- March 11th for PC and March 26th for console. Um, however, if you are on PC, you can use the public test server. There are things, activ- dungeons care- and activities in-game you can do right now. Experience the Rothgar Zone storyline. The Cult of Malakath plays a significant role in both the upcoming Oathsworn Pit Dungeon and the Rothgar Zone, available as part of the Versidium DLC. Both feature one of Malakath's ardent followers, Chief Bazrog, an orc leader devoted to his people's traditions, not least of which is the veneration of the Daedric Prince of the Bloody Oath. You can play through the Rothgar Zone story to learn more about this staunch supporter of Malakath. To experience this sort story, you need the Orsinium DLC. Uh, to start it, speak to Stuga in the city of Shornhelm and Riverinspire, or by examining the letter-labeled Invitation to Orsinium by the Merchant's Gateway Shine in Rothgar. Two, you can fight in the Maelstrom Arena, Fa Nuit Hen, Hens. The demi-realm of Maelstrom is home to many strange locales, including the upcoming Bedlam Vale Dungeon. However, this unique pocket of oblivion first appeared in ESO with the release of the Maelstrom Arena in 2015. Many adventurers have braved the arena's challenges in the past, and if you too wish to test yourself, you can get a first taste of Fa Nuit Hen's domain there. To reach the Maelstrom Arena, you will need access to the Orsinium DLC. 3. Explore the Obsidian Scar. Malakath's domains are said to include oaths, vengeance, and ostracization. However, Daedric Princes are complex beings, and their affairs can be nuanced, even including a love story. When love is ended by cruel fate or crueler hands, Malakath's rage may rise to replace it. 
You can see such a fate unfold in the Obsidian Scar public dungeon, where a clan of orcs worship the prince. You can find the Obsidian Scar in the zone of Rivenspire, and it is part of the ESO base game. Witness how Malakath intervenes in love and war by speaking to Lashke just inside the dungeon entrance. Prove your might to Malakath. Prepare for the new dungeon. Preparing for the new dungeons isn't just a PvE matter. If your battlegrounds queue takes you to the ruins of Mor Kuzgur, you might battle under the watchful gaze of the Orc Father himself. If you're truly devoted to Malakath, seek out the legendary hammer of Volandrungan Cyrodiil. The Daedric artifact owes much of its devastating power to him. So what better way to carry Malakath's favor than to wield it in his name? Battlegrounds and Cyrodiil are both part of the ESO base game. Craft gear and consumables. Only the most foolish warrior would go into battle unprepared. Whether access the twisted criteria of the Bedlam Vale or the depths of the Oswarm Pit, we recommend you craft or improve your gear in preparation for the upcoming threats and stockpile consumables for use. For example, gear from Kagranak's Hope set makes resurrecting your party members easier. You might need it for the dungeon's challenging veteran difficulty. Alternatively, give your martial skills an edge by crafting some essence of weapon power for increased damage output. If you can't craft powerful items yourself, consider buying them from other players. Commerce may not be prestigious in the eyes of Daedric Princes or Demi Princes, but even they can't argue with the results. How are you planning to get ready for the arrival of the Scions of Ophelia? Will you entertain Fawnuit Hen in the Maelstrom Arena, or impress the Orc Father with your craftsmanship? There we go. And once again, the update will be out on March 11th for PC, or March 26th for console. Sweet. That's a lot of things. Wow, I totally botched it. I had my mic muted and I made a good. Uh, I made. Look, what did you just say? Crazy. Sweet. Roll. <laughs> wow. It was Amazing. better the first time around, but my mic Where's, was muted. <laughs> Where's Sasquatch when we need him? <laughs> uh. Cool. So there's some lore stuff in there. You know, go learn about other characters that are, you know, maybe maybe not directly tied or maybe directly tied and we don't know it yet uh, to, to the stuff that's coming out or just areas and, um, you know, just get a little history of some of the uh, races that we'll be interacting with. Some good stuff, good stuff there. Now I realize my mic was muted. Don't 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 follow after me, okay? I make bad decisions. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I like that they suggested for people to try Maelstrom because it is going to match the um, the dungeon, um, and then you know it's also kind of giving you the vibes with Rothgar of of some of that new stuff that's coming. So. And you learn about Fanuid Hen, then, if you do that. Pretty cool. 
Mugata Community Spotlight, Gold Road Community Reactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some great stuff in here. Um, it's mostly a spotlight on artists and content creators uh, and some of the responses that they had to the actual Gold Road chapter and mostly to the Forgotten Prince, Athelia. So there's a lot of really um, great fan art in here. Um, of course, we can't explain it <laughs> via audio necessarily in a way that would be super understandable um, for audio listeners and whatnot. But uh, yeah, there's quite a bit of fan art. Looks like some of it was just basically pulled directly from X. Um, some really different styles as well, too. You've got some styles that are, you know, more... Uh, distinctly like hand drawn and then you've got some designs that are you know digital and very I love absolutely like, everyone's thing on here memes this is too. my favorite I'm gonna be honest with you memes this is my fa- <laughs> I oh. love what memes <laughs> okay I was watching this in real time it was great he's like someone <laughs> please too. redraw this with your <laughs> OC and Torvasald yeah. And then, like, time passed, he's like, no one's doing it? Fine, I guess I have to do it myself. He's like, I'll do and it then, on my own. <laughs> and then he did it himself, and then colored it in. I know. He did a great job, too, like, copying like, the same, it's great. Uh, the same it's the thing, same vibe. but not. Yeah. yeah. And then, did you see that uh, Pantaloons was on there as well? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Pantaloons, who's a fantastic artist who we met in Vegas, is also there. Yes. Um and- I think, what is it? Uh, let me see. Um, um, Iskil Ilana, I think, I believe that they might be an E. I'm not sure. Um, but they have stuff on there too, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're the one who has done the Wave Shrine series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fantastic yeah. series. So uh, then, all of these are fan art, except for at the bottom, there's one that is uh, Wesson Costumes. She did a face shot. It's all makeup for a cosplay of Athelia. Yeah, yeah Wesson, I think, um, Which used to she... pop in Lore Seekers with Jibs and Chat, or Jibs and Chat, Jibs and Cash every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, they did some crazy costumes. Like, uh, didn't they do like Men and Marco and yes, all the crazy so. makeup? I think so. So yeah, we can't really explain these. It's just picture Philia, and now picture her done in a lot of different art styles. And now just go and look at this link and check out the cool art. Uh. Yeah, there's also um, some reaction videos which are pretty fun. Um, you know, again, lots of uh, names that you'll recognize for those. Ninja Poles, Hack, the Minotaur, um, Jake Clips, and Dawn Whisper as well. So check those out. Oh my gosh. As soon as I got to the end of the images, I stopped scrolling. I didn't know there were videos. Mm-hmm. There's also some reaction videos too. So there you go. Uh, I will link that stuff for uh, people to go check out too. So mm-hmm. um, there is a tenth anniversary in person. In person, wow! What kind of words am I using? Discover sure. the unique presentations, panels, and activities you can enjoy at ESO's tenth anniversary in person event. Is that what you're trying to say? 
No, I was clearly trying to say in person. <laughs> it's the the art of putting things in purses. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have an in-person event coming up. And that's going to be to celebrate 10 years. 10 years. That's a lot of time for a game. Heck yeah. It's just real long. It's a lot for one game. So for anybody that's been playing this game from the beginning and is still playing this game, that's a that's commitment. <laughs> thank you. So excuse me while I stand up to bow. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> thank you. Gwen and I will both take a bow. Yeah, I wasn't here in the beginning. I've, I've been around for quite quite some time, but. Um, I mean, I'm I wasn't here from the beginning of PC. I didn't do I didn't do beta, but uh, right. I was right at the beginning of console launch, so it was pretty mm -hmm. close. <laughs> we went through the dark times. <laughs> I tried the beginning of PC, but my computer couldn't handle it. <laughs> so we'll say just console. So yeah, this coming April, it says uh, Elder Scrolls Online will be celebrating its tenth birthday, a full decade since the game launched on PC Mac back in 2014. Uh, to kick off the celebration, we are hosting our first of many 10th anniversary events at the Sugar Factory outside Amsterdam, Netherlands, yeah, from April f uh, 5th through the 6th. And this is what kind of fun can you expect from our first 10 year anniversary? Uh, day one, an official 10th anniversary keynote, a look back, uh, fireside chat about the history of ESO, Gold Road chapter preview, voiceover actor panel. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, zone creation one, to do it. I was going to say, the one they did in Vegas was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Nodding cool. vigorously. <laughs> um, the zone creation developer panel would be kind of cool, too. Uh, and live music. I mean, everybody loves live music, right? That was so. also amazing. <laughs> um, and day two, official ESO cosplay discussion panel on the ties between tabletop gaming and ESO ESO trivia activity and uh, says of course you know some things are subject to change but and throughout the event anticipate in the following special you can also participate I'm sorry in the following special activities uh, chapter gameplay sessions developer roundtable discussions leather working station calligraphy station alchemy workshop Cosplay workshops, axe throwing, presumably not at each other, <laughs> uh, catered food and drink, and more. Uh, and I'm ex I'm excited so to report back on leatherworking and calligraphy and alchemy, please. <laughs> here's my biggest note on all of this um, that I really want to like emphasize. Thank you, like. Sincerely, and they're going to hear this a lot. Thank you for having the cosplay contest and the voice actor thing on two separate days. Because if I were to meet a voice actor where I was cosplaying their character, I would literally die. My heart <laughs> could not handle it. That would be the end of Gwen. <laughs> so, thank you for having those on separate days. Amazing. Well, my guess, too, is they also want everyone to try and be able to attend the one thing, and they probably figure if they're doing the cosplay contest on a day that they have some of those other things going on, that people might be, like, going to cosplay or, like, you know, going to get dressed or ready and might 
missed some of those events, so. I mean, that's just my assumption. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but. Oh, if you're doing cosplay contests, normally you literally miss everything. It, yeah. It takes, it, it's an all-day affair. It's annoying as all hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the calligraphy and the leatherworking and the alchemy stuff. You're not excited you know, about the... throwing axes? Axe throwing, axe throwing, axe throwing, axe throwing. <laughs> last year, last year she did archery, so you know. Ollie was the only one of us who actually hit the thing, hit oh. the target. Like we all tried. My sister, who had who's gone to nationals for archery, even failed. <laughs> like wow. it was just, it was annoying. They had, um, it was traditional bows. And so yeah. we're shooting, and it's, like, way far down, and mm -hmm. they're all set to their pre-weights, and the people who are helping everything don't speak English. They're, like, yes. these old, like, guys who are, like, old lady, old dude. They're, they had to be at least 60, and they only spoke German. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have my sister just sitting there translating for us. Oh and I pick up the bow, and they're like, oh, clearly you know what you're doing, because I immediately hold the right stance, because I used to do archery, too. They're just like, oh, clearly you know what you're doing. We're not going to even try to talk to you. I'm like, okay, cool, just shooting arrows. Just shooting arrows. Yeah! Uh, we'll see how it goes with the axe throwing. No, I am actually really interested in doing all of the, like you said, calligraphy, leatherworking, alchemy. Those are the three I'm mostly interested in. Um... Just because when we made those books last time, that was probably my favorite thing. Because then we got to bring the little thing home, and that was fun. So Yeah. I'm really curious about, because leatherworking and calligraphy, those are pretty straightforward. You know at least what you're doing. I want to know what the alchemy workshop is. What are we doing for the alchemy workshop? Yeah, I wonder if you're just going to be, like, mashing some stuff together. Do we get know. to, like, pot our own little nerd root and take home or oh something? Like, gosh. what do we do? <gasps> Don't toy with my emotions. If you get to pot a tiny little fake nern root, or if you get to like put a little succulent in a little pot, I will die. I will die. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, that's true. Maybe it is mixed drinks. It was suggested in the chat. Maybe it's mixed drinks. That would be interesting. Like, I don't know what international laws are on that. Oh, that is true. I'm not sure what international, like, what, well, it's, it's, I mean, it's Amsterdam, probably anything's fair game, mostly. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Maybe Milk not. Milk and orange juice. That's disgusting. That is disgusting. I'm not even, I wasn't even going to acknowledge that. I was just going to skip over you. <laughs> nasty. You nasty. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for you to report back, and I'm also super sad that I can't go womp womp. That's okay. That's okay. Hopefully when they do the one in, um, hopefully in, uh, Maryland or Bethesda area, uh, maybe they'll have some similar things, even though it's not like that setting or that, you know, vibe. But then again, I guess we'll have to wait and see because mm -hmm. by the time that event comes around, we might know the next chapter. <laughs> That's true because it's, it's next spring year. slash summer, Correct. so we will know the next chapter we, technically we by then. We should know the next chapter by yep. then. So the next celebration would be whatever the next step Who knows? is. <laughs> Maybe we're getting another Daedric Prince. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's going to be dwarves. 
Yeah. It's unlikely. It's never going to be dwarves. It's never going to be the Dwemer. It's never going to be Dwemer. Let me hope and know it's never going to be Dwemer. It can never. Todd is, Todd Howard right now is like <laughs> somewhere sitting laughing at you for saying that. It's never going to be the Dwemer. He's, he's rolling around in his 78 copies of Skyrim and flipping money. You know. Laughing at you. Um, they made Skyrim VR, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the PSVR 2 is not backwards compatible, so there ought to be another update coming. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, I'm going to sidetrack us for just one second. Let's talk about VR for a second. I actually saw someone for the first time at my job the other day wearing one of those new Apple VR whatever headset things, and it was the strangest experience I've ever had because I was doing a show and that person was sitting in the front row wearing that thing during my show the ar glasses yes it was so weird because i know they were probably using them to actually record the show because they were like looking around and like looking at everything but it was a very odd experience not seeing the person's eyes and like not able to i don't know it was just it was just weird it was just weird. It was the strangest thing ever. It's just a really chunky pair of sunglasses. That's yeah, all. well, I will say, I did have someone, again, wearing a couple weeks ago, like, the new Ray-Bans that are that. Like, the ones that you can, like, record. Have you seen those yet? No. There's, like, new Ray-Bans, and they're around, like, I want to say they're, like, 150 or $200. And you can tell when those are recording because they have a small, like, white light on the edge, like, near the Ray-Ban logo. So you can, like, tell what's going on. And they look just like regular glasses. <clears throat> like, you can get clear ones. You can get, like, transition lens ones. Um, you can get them in prescription or regular. And they're, they're like, a full, like, you can just record or do, like, your view on like live stream or whatever from those glasses but that's very different than the full like ar yeah all, <laughs> glasses like i have a pair of like recording so sunglasses weird. and it is much a, much so a different thing yeah. yeah i didn't mean to sidetrack us sorry but it was just a really <laughs> weird weird thing anyway i'm really excited for you and i hope that we get some little mini versions of some of these things that they've mentioned here when they do the local events because that would be really cool yeah, very cool. I know I'm going to end up divvying up my swag again like I did last year. <laughs> well, I love you for that because I'm sitting here looking at some of it. <laughs> well, somebody's about to get the van hammer in our chat. Uh-oh. Sorry. Yep. They want... Did you know that they want to offer promotion of our channel? Oh. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I mean... I don't know about you, but I'm about to uh, about to report on boom. For whack. For bam. The whack. Okay. <laughs> yeah. For anybody that is going to be able to go, uh, that's like Gwen uh, just mentioned. Um, there is going to be some stuff that you get for going as well. Uh, I'm not going to read all that stuff because, uh, but like coloring books and coins and. Um, you know, just, just swag stuff. So, um, so some little goodies for those that get to go and, uh, 
That way you have something to bring back, share with folks. So that'll be fun. Um, but uh, definitely look forward to getting some deets on how it went and what you learn and so but we'll have that we'll have all that here. i can guarantee one of the things we'll learn is how many mud crabs have been killed since the start of the game because that's probably going to be a question in trivia because every time they do trivia that's always a question <laughs> well not saying you're predictable but you're starting to get kind of predictable oh yeah Back when we had the, remember when we used to get those things where all you had to do to get something was log in and kill a monster? Yes. I actually had my wife log in. I found a spot on a beach and I was like, okay, I just need you to log in. There should be a mud crab somewhere here. You can just run back and forth till you find one and then just tap this button and it does my jabby jabs and it'll kill the mud crab pretty quick. It's like, just do that for me because <laughs> I wasn't going to be home. So, yeah. Even my wife has killed a mud crab. Amazing. <laughs> Do you remember that one time? You remember that one time your daughter tanked um, a vet trial boss, or not trial vet uh, dungeon boss for us? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I remember doing something. I didn't realize it was a vet thing though. I'm pretty sure it was vet. That's funny. Yeah. I don't even remember why she was doing that. <laughs> I can't remember if I, I had to get him go somewhere, but it was just like, mm -hmm. hey. <laughs> no, I think she was just sitting watching you. It was like spring break or something. And and you were like, she's like, what are you doing? And you were explaining tanking to her. And you're like, you want to try it? And she's like, I don't know. I'm scared. And we were all like, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then she tanked a boss for us. That's fun. Yeah. I should set up the other TV with the PS4 and let her create an account. <laughs> do it my son has a character its name is Guar Seeker is it and it's an Argonian I was going to say is it a lizard yeah it's an Argonian nice <laughs> alright man I think that Route 44 is kicking in <laughs> oh yeah is, is it making you, you you're crashing on us the uh yeah, something about uh, about Dr. Pepper. It, I don't know what it is, but I drink Dr. Pepper and I start getting sleepy. Anyway, I'll be good. No worries. <laughs> so, um, that was everything we had other than... No, it's not. Um, patch notes may take a little bit uh, if we're going to do that. Patch Maybe... notes are going to take forever. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you might need to explain what a Route 44 is because Chad's asking. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're going to have to explain it again because you had to explain it to me earlier because I didn't know what it was. So. <laughs> he explained it to me too. And y'all both said the same thing that Sonic is like A&W. Uh, Route 44, Dr. Pepper, or anything else. Route 44 is just the size. That's what Sonic calls their 44-ounce uh, cup. It's a Route 44. Um, that's it. <laughs> it's uh, it's just a big giant cup of uh, whatever you wanted in it. I think you can actually even get milkshakes in those things now. I could be wrong, but I remember at one time Sonic had the you know kind of typical small, medium, and large, but like it was downsized. So 
uh, a medium or a large milkshake would be in like a normal medium drink cup. And I went one day and ordered a milkshake thinking I'm going to get a large milkshake because it's like normally in the medium cup. And they brought me this large cup. I was like, why was that thing $6 or whatever? And they brought, I was like, oh, I was like, what is this? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be like this. And they said, yeah, we changed it recently where those, the sizes are just the same across the board on whatever you order. It's like, well, that's crazy. Who needs this much milkshake? I felt terrible after drinking that thing, but I drank it. <laughs> <laughs> you would. I wasn't going to waste it, okay? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So there you go. For anybody that didn't know, Route 44 is just what Sonic calls their 44-ounce cup. Wow. You've all you've all learned something. <laughs> nice. I, I, well, I was gonna do a lore roulette and just uh, see what pops up here. I typed in Elder Scrolls lore in Google just to see what it pulled, and of course, it just gave me general stuff. So, who's who's? Give me a word. Give me a keyword. Nernroot. Crimson Nernroot. Crimson Nernroot. Online, Skyrim, lore. What do you want? Lore. There we go. That's it. <laughs> it's like one sentence. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> a plant found it. It is unfortunate. It says a special variant of Nernroot that can be found exclusively in Blackreach. Similar to regular Nernroot, the crimson variety makes an audible humming sound. Its magical potential in alchemy is far greater than the common Nernroot, found in Skyrim and ESO. Harvested crimson Nernroot. <laughs> well, darn, I was hoping for a book or something. Alright, never your turn. Lore roulette, here we go. Um, <laughs> uh, I was going to be cruel and say something like Dwimmer. <laughs> um, I'll put it in because I'll just pull a random book. What do you want? Let's see. I wish I had more time. Uh, I wish I had. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Dragon Breaks. Oh my gosh. That's be longer than the patch notes. Where were you when the dragon broke, Never? Um, Which dragon? And it wasn't me. <laughs> Chat says, why, why does Cadwell have a pot on his head, and will he be attending the Amsterdam event? <laughs> Who knows? I've seen Cadwell cosplayers. Like, I haven't seen them personally in person, but I know Cadwell cosplayers exist. I mean, I have a pot in the kitchen. <laughs> Does that count? I just put it on my head. Alright. Here we go. Dragon break. We can have... There's a couple options. I can either read the definition of Dragon Break and some of the known breaks, or I can also choose one of the following one, two, three, four, five, six books. There is The Dragon Break Reexamined, an explanation of historical error of timing, The Egg of Time, On the Detachment of the Sheath, Vindication for the Dragon Break, 
The Warp in the West, which is very long, so I don't know that we want to read that one. I'm pretty sure that one's long, if I remember. And then Where Were You? Dragon Broke by Various. And that's multiple accounts of the Dragon Breaks. Uh, maybe just go with the definition. All right. <laughs> Here we go. And it'll have a, there is a short, um, there is a short little blurb from Where Were You When the Dragon Broke. So it says, a dragon break is a phenomenon where linear time is broken and becomes non-linear. The dragon refers to Akatosh, the dragon god of time. A dragon break not only precedes significant changes in Tamriel, but challenges mortal comprehension. It's a realignment of time and space in response to an event which makes the normal continuity of reality impossible. The chaos which ensues is a refrain of the chaos of the dawn era. The area that is noticeably affected and length of the interval measured in the areas not apparently affected varies with each dragon break. Historically, the cause is often attributed to mortals manipulating divine matters. So, honestly, this is an interesting discussion when it comes to Athelia. Because if you look at ESO as a whole, and if everyone is... If every player is the vestige and every player is the one and or 2% and or whatever you want to say about um, being able to manipulate divine matters, because technically we have done that at some points in the game. I mean, is the reason that people don't remember her because of dragon breaks? I mean, other than Hermaeus Mora, obviously, doing his Have thing. you finished Necrom yet? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but Just... you still don't fully... It's a little strange because he's like, ah, you shouldn't find out all this stuff. And then every time you find something out, he's like, ah, it's all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, you know, I mean... Is Hermaeus I... Mora contributing to Dragon Breaks? Well, I don't necessarily think that, but I'm just saying, what if the fact that she is a fate changer, what if, what if the fact that she can manipulate the threads could tie into that, right? Because a lot of people will complain about, ESO is not canon because there's multiple player characters running around doing a bunch of stuff at the same time. It's not possible with the lore. Well, it kind of is. I don't know. Yeah, when they announced her, that was my original theory, was she is being released for this game because it explains all the different things that are going on. That's their way to was... explain playing it out of order and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because feasibly, you know, we as the player characters are manipulating or are changing things in that way. That's why I said, and I know others have mentioned it too, wouldn't it be interesting if our player character is actually a portion of Athelia. Like, not that we're Daedric, not that we're a Daedric prince, but also maybe we are a little bit. Like, maybe we are a percentage of her. <laughs> kind of like... race? <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, you know, like, some worshippers of certain Daedric princes or whatever take on the 
take on, you know, characteristics of their particular prince or things like that. Or sometimes the princes have appeared in different forms and whatnot. So what's to say that there isn't some way to tie the player character to Athelia and how fate is manipulated? Because they mention all the time, other NPCs in the game mention how we are are different and how we are able to do certain things that many others can't do. So that's what my thought behind that was. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, the little blurb on it, it says, while you were fighting wars with phantoms and giving birth to your own fathers, it was the main that watched Jacques Ajay because the moons were the only constant and you didn't have the sugar to see it. We'll give you credit. You broke Alkosh something fierce and that's not easy. You did it again with Big Walker, not once, but twice. Once at Rimen, which we'll never learn to live with. The second time in Daggerfall, or was it Sentinel? Or was it Rayrest? Or was it in all three places at once? Get me, Cyrodiil? When you wake up and realize what really happened to the dwarves. And that was from Where Were You When the Dragon Broke. <laughs> See, so we did talk about Dwemer. We did. That's why I was like, that's not that bad. <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to see if there's any notes here that would uh... see also time wound. Hmm. But time heals all wounds. Yeah. So can time not heal its own wounds? <laughs> hmm. I don't know. That's a whole other conversation, I suppose. So time is the healer who dragon breaks are the time killer? Uh, what? You're getting a little too crazy there. It's it's yeah. one... It, for me, these are very late night. This is a very late time of night to be delving into dragon breaks and discussions <laughs> on That's why I said just read the time. <laughs> I did so we, read the definition. So we had to get super in depth with it. I'm, now I'm just now I'm just loopy. So hmm. this is true. I even had a nap before we started. So <laughs> uh, yeah. We did have a couple other things in the notes that we hadn't touched on yet. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Jester style page. Is this stuff that's in the patch notes that you just... Uh, yes, the highlights. Ah, okay. So it's just basically the notes that are above, or the link that is above for the PTS notes, is the original set of PTS notes from Scions of Athelia. And these two bullets were things that were added as additional patch notes and or changes for version 9.3.1. The other one is 9.3.0. Okay. So this is the secondary pass at the PTS, basically, that added these two notes. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So, um, the first one that I added was that they're testing Jester's Festival, which they usually do, and they mention the new style pages and what they are, and if you're not a person that does PTS, I don't want to spoil it for you, but all I'm saying is, by reading it, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be getting 
all of those pages if I can get my hands on them. The drop I rates last it. Jester's Fest were poo-poo, so I'm a little nervous. <laughs> like, I saw it. Someone had, was wearing it the other day during their stream, and it was like, yep, yep, I want it. Yeah, I haven't even seen it. I just looked at the description and the PTS notes and went, yep, I'll be getting that, please. <laughs> um... And the other thing is something that we talked about in pre-show a little bit, I think, or were we not live yet? I don't think mm. we were live yet. We were not live yet, no. The, the tutorial up, update? Yep, we've updated the post-quest to tutorial portal room, so new accounts will be initially limited to the portals to Strauss Mackay, Bleak Rock Isle, and Canarthi's Roost, depending on their alliance. Upon using any of the aforementioned portals, you will gain the ability to use portals to any additional zones available to your account, as well as the ability to skip the tutorial on subsequent characters. Yeah. So basically, they're minimizing again, or streamlining actually, would probably be a better way of putting it, for brand new accounts, so that they don't walk into that room and have like a bajillion portals to choose from. They still will need to choose a starter, but it would just be the starter from any any uh, alliance, not just their alliance. So I don't know what it is for new accounts right now at this moment. If you have a brand uh, brand new account, you can go anywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be a nice adjustment, I think, to help people not feel as overwhelmed. Um, I will say the one bummer... Well, I guess you could do it on a new new character following that anyway. But I was just thinking it is kind of nice when you're brand, brand new to, um, pardon me, I had a yawn sneak in there, to uh, go to one of those new DLC zones or whatever if you've got it and get the Way Shrine there right, right away. Because you can, like, like, for example, if you were to go to Necrum, you have the Impresario just right outside. If you were to go to Vardenfell, same thing. You've got the Impresario. If you go to those starter zones, you don't get that. Yeah, until you do. Until you get off of the... Well, you well, get I it, mean, I but guess... not until you get off of the island. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Granted, it also, by them doing this, will keep, will keep people from getting some of those quest markers too probably i like they have changed the levels to where they won't start until a certain level or whatever when you're walking by but also yes. yeah you Do say you stuff like that and my brain just you? goes poor stuga yeah poor stuga someone the other day asked um on a show not one of our shows but a friend a friend's show and they said, what are some of the NPCs that have shaped your, like, gaming, like, career? Or, like, what, is, what are some of your favorite NPCs in game? And someone said something, and I said, I think you're wrong. I think you forgot to mention their name is Stuga. <laughs> I said, do yeah. you know how long I've been looking for you? <laughs> Just Stuga. She, like, she was so good at her job, and then... Someone decided to be a Karen, and now she has to sit in a corner. Yeah, she was just, well, she would just chase you down. Her she was the, so good at her job. Her and she the got in trouble girl. for being good at her job. You should be, whoever complained should be ashamed. Yeah. Her and the Merkmeyer girl. 
The, uh... Falmia? Yeah. Yeah. Falmia. It's like... Jeez. That and dragons. Cyrodiil collections. In your homeland. What are you gonna do? I don't even know what they're named. But this one holds... This one hopes your family is safe in Riverhold. <laughs> this one sure hopes his family is safe at Riverhold. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Some good changes there. We can... We can... Maybe we should just do a whole PTS episode. No other notes. Like, just break down some of the... The things that we like. We could totally do that. In those original notes. <laughs> just a matter of time. If there's not, a, if they like, if there's no news next week, we can do that. Yeah, I just threw them in there because we mentioned it last week, and I did mention that there were some Nightblade changes and some changes to, um, uh, what the heck are those called? Um, not martial skills. Yeah. Anyway, I thought about. Um, throwing those in there and I just didn't get to do it because today was superb owl uh, Sunday so yeah didn't get to didn't get to really get to through the PTS notes like I wanted so yeah I hear there's a lot of people uh, in Kansas City that are working for the Niner mm, oh wow <laughs> take your f route 44 and get out of here <laughs> <laughs> okay bye I'm kidding. Don't actually leave. We gotta finish the show notes. I think we finished them. I, well, yeah, but I mean, we gotta do guild announcements and social media. <laughs> That's what I meant. Important. Fair. Speaking of guild announcements, uh, Mondays with Moki. Come join us. Fishing, Cyrodiil, world bosses. I don't know. Whatever you know makes people excited that week um we are doing that usually we group around 7 30 or 8 ish depending upon when moki is available you can get cool things like this awesome boat that we're sitting in that gwen has didn't you get something else cool this week with moki not this week last week wait today's the day that we're not doing monday with moki because today is monday for me not for you all moki's off this week but next week... oh my gosh you're right <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. There uh, is no Monday Mayhem this week. There is no Monday Mayhem this week. There's no but Monday there mayhem. probably will be Monday Mayhem in the next couple weeks. Because White Strikes. We were working on getting my um my dwarven wolf. We haven't got it yet. That's what ah. that's what her and I were working on. Um, Treacherous Tuesdays are our day that we dedicate to dungeons for the guild. Um, it's not at any one set particular time, but feel free to group up, get with guildies, do lore runs, do achievement runs, do farming runs, do whatever you want to do um, in the dungeons on those days. And then more dungeons happen on Friday with Fearless Friday because Undaunted. 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 We, we are undaunted. Amazing. Try to get so worse we, at that every time. I mean, better I at that every time. <laughs> I think that that's a goal of all of ours to make it absolutely like cringe-worthy every time. Um, 
So Fearless Friday with Arthuria Dragoon is where we do the Undaunted Daily Dungeons as well as the Delves. And uh, all you have to do is be a level 10. And then you can come join in on that fun. Um, it's for leveling the Undaunted skill line. So, um, yeah, that is our guild announcements of events during the week. Um, like we said, except for Monday this week. Um, yeah. Where can they find us? X marks the spot. Wow. Yeah, they can, they can X find marks us. The X yeah, marks the, the spot. The platform formerly known as um, at Snug Podcast. <laughs> um, oh, the platform is at Snug Podcast? <laughs> no, the platform formerly known as. You know, you, you just you just drop it. You just the platform formerly known as, and you just leave it. At that. Oh, okay, okay. It's like a title. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can find us there at Snug Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you can email us at snugpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, and I, my my wife actually uh, has learned how to use email. Oh my uh, gosh. Earlier than and then the required age. So if if need be, I can she can help me get in and check it. Oh my gosh! Wow, how have you kept that bit going for over a year? That bit has been going for over. It's been going for eighty episodes. So, you you have to know this about me, okay? He doesn't I, let I, go I, of things. I don't only play video games. I also play other games, and one of my favorite games is called Foot to Dead Horse. Wow. So, All right. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So you can email us as well, and uh, we'll hopefully be able to see it and uh, get back to you. <laughs> you can email us questions and comments, and uh, we've had some good discussions from uh, emails that have come in from listeners. Um, speaking of listening, if you're watching right now, um, I think you can probably listen to us, right, Gwen? Mm-hmm. On your plat on your podcatcher of your choosing. But what if they're already listening on a podcast and they're like, sure wish I could be there live? Then you can find us on Twitch or YouTube Snug Podcast. There you go. Yeah. And I guess we're gonna wrap it up. Wait, uh, we're so gonna... you wanna tell them how to join the guild? Uh, I thought we were full. <laughs> kidding. Oh. Kidding. We're not that I'm, cool. I'm we're not that cool. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We were cool enough, apparently, for me to get kicked out of the guild on PC. Now, 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 now. We've been over this. I know. I totally forgot about it. But um, but I want, but I wanted to say, for people who think it's crazy that we're good for the. You have to go through a Discord for an application and do all that in order to apply for a guild when it's on a console and not on PC. It's actually a very painless process. Yes, it is. And we also have now, um, this is actually new, I should mention this here. If you are a person who was in the guild at one point, you've left and you're coming back to the guild, but you are still in our Discord, there also is a new tab, which is like a, uh, what's it called? It's not return to guild. It is, hold please. Return it to is, 
No, it's not return to sender, you stinker. It is um, ask for invite. So let's say that you are in the guild and you've gotten a second account on a different platform or you're in the guild and you left the guild in game, but you're still in the discord and you've decided, hey, I'm coming back. I want to play a little more again and I'd like to be in Lore Seekers again. All you have to do is go to the ask for invite channel. Then you just do a quick pull down menu that says I would like a, you know, an invite or whatever. And um, it simply sends it to us, just like it does in the bot for the other ones, and then we can see it and get you added. So it's a really nice feature that Minwi um, has been working on for the Discord. So now we've got a couple different options, um, rather than making some poor person go back all the way through uh, the Apply to Guild channel. <laughs> so, yeah. Very cool. So That's we didn't thing. mention yet, but... <laughs> The way that you actually get to any of that is just to go to uh, floorseekers.club and uh, make sure you got Discord installed and all the links needed are there. I don't think we mentioned that, right? Nope. I think we started to and then, and then went down that trail. So. Um, yep. Yep. So to, to actually get to the Discord, uh, all the links and stuff are at floorseekers.club. Uh, Sorry, lordseekers.club. Club. Well, I almost said .com. And I was like, well, that ain't it. Um, yeah, it used, that used to exist, but it doesn't currently exist. Doesn't currently. <laughs> the website formerly known as. <laughs> yes, that is true. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, we're done for the week. Um, but we will, again, try to be back next, wait a minute, next week next week what is next week what is today today's the, the 11th the 11th oh sorry the 11th for you guys okay I and it's the 12th town. now yeah i will be in town on the 11th i'm sorry on the 18th i was like uh, you better I... have been that was today <laughs> where are you coming to us from <laughs> would you like to know <laughs> by the way oh sorry by, by the way you should uh, get that off your front porch um <laughs> creepy <laughs> wow <laughs> anyway uh no uh i will not be in town on the 25th um but next week i will so yeah anyway point being uh we should have hopefully have a show next week and um we will gosh uh, get back into some more eso stuff and if we don't have any other news like we said we may try to uh, dig into some patch notes a little bit and talk about some of the changes coming because uh, we keep saying we might do that but it would just take forever if we did that with anything else so um, do you ladies have anything else no not that I can only seven that. weeks until the ESO Amsterdam event whoa that's wild. just in case you weren't counting that means that you'll be on episode 87. So that means for episode, what, about 89 would be probably your Amsterdam recap? Or are you coming right back right after? Uh, let's see. The thing is on... No, I could do that Sunday still. I could do the 7th. Seven weeks, we'll know more about uh, everything. 
all will be revealed. Well, at least some things will be revealed. <laughs> some things will be revealed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, until next week, you guys take care of yourself. Take care of others. Be decent people. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Sleep well, Tamriel.